Hi, this is John. This is Sarah. This is Allie. And welcome to the Millennial Cap. That was so ASMR. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I felt very fancy. Thank you so much. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk about the cartoons that raised us. Guys, I'm so excited about this topic. You don't even understand. <laughs> So Sarah, I know you so, have some statistics for us. That was not really. It's a little bit harder to get statistics on it, but like, like I said, cartoons raised us as millennials. Um, from the '60s through the '90s, we all woke up on a Saturday morning to go watch our favorite Saturday morning cartoons, sugary cereal in hand. So let's figure out what the best cartoons were and uh, talk about how they shaped our lives. So that's a great segue, but what was everyone's favorite cereal in the morning for Saturday cartoons? <laughs> oh, this is going to be a controversial choice, but that, Reese, that Reese's Puff cereal. Um, I think Fruity Pebbles were my absolute favorite, especially considering they made the milk like rainbow colored. For me, it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. That's I the mean, controversy right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Hot button topic, you guys. Oh no. All right. So cartoons. Yes. Favorite Saturday morning cartoons? Are we going on three or are we just going like, like... John, what was your favorite Saturday morning cartoon? So originally it was the classic Spider-Man and classic X-Men, and then Digimon came along. But uh, those were my top three. So you feel like I'm going to be old because I'm going to go Animaniacs. I was going to say Animaniacs. Saturday morning cartoons. Like, I would watch X-Men and Spider-Man on a weekday with my then step-cousin. That's a long story that we will probably never go into. Yes. Um, I mean, you're very lucky. I, I literally had homework to do, and my mo- I would literally be, my mom would be working late. I would have the babysitter. And this is in, when I was- In the morning? Why no, 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 this, this was after, on weekdays. You said you watched- No, morning. Saturday week, morning. Before we, before, right, so Saturday mornings, I would watch that WB block. So it was mm-hmm. like Animaniacs, and it was like Pinky and the Brain, oh, so and- good. A bunch of those. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't remember all of them. I just remember, I specifically remember Animaniacs because I would watch that on Saturday mornings with my sister. Wait, was Dexter's Laboratory in that same? No, that was Cartoon Network. Network. That was really good. Yeah, I didn't, I think that's after, I'm like, seriously, I'm actually a year and a half older than John and five years older than Allie. So... (laughs) Like I said, my cartoons will be very, very different. I was gonna so, Allie, what about you? I was going to say my age is definitely going to show in this part. Um, <laughs> so I loved Hey Arnold as a kid. That was such a okay. good show. Such a good show. So, just um, to rewind, Dex Lab came out in 1995. Okay. Um, yeah. Rugrats was also up there, top three for me. And I'm going to also throw in the Powerpuff Girls as part of that rotation. So I think Powerpuff Girls is the only show that is still being made to this day. That is terrifying. They, they reanimated it and it's a lot more like different. I know there's now an African-American Powerpuff Girl as well, I believe. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that show was pretty I, great for representation. They have a mm-hmm. character who like, it's never actually said, but the, the devil guy, was it Shim? Who I think... I think was, I think it was him. Him? It was him. Yeah. It was him. Yeah. Him who, you know, was gender fluid, wore mm-hmm. what they wanted. It was pretty awesome. And plus you have 
three little girls who are just absolutely destroying things and saving the world. It, it's it's kind of a perfect combination for me. Oh, just a heads up, the new Powerpuff Girl's name is Bliss. Sweet. Yeah. So I don't, I can't actually relate to the Powerpuff Girls. I actually never watched it because what? I, I'm too old for it, but I watched Rugrats. I watched um, Hey Arnold. Doug was like one of my number ones and that, that was show, so good. I think was also pretty representational because yeah. nobody was a normal color. No, you're, you're fine. Okay. So I don't have the same frame of reference that you do, Allie, that John kind of bridges the gap with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was also hard for me growing up just because I had a younger brother. So we used to just fight like crazy over the cartoons we used to watch. I know this isn't necessarily a Saturday morning cartoon, but I... For example, absolutely loved Courage the Cowardly Dog and my such brother. A good show. Such a good job. But to yeah. this day, my brother cannot deal with anything remotely scary. So that show didn't exactly coincide with his vision of what he wanted to watch. I feel like Courage the Cowardly Dog kind of let you into like that horror genre of like this is tiny horror. Was that and... show that was like about a haunted house and all of the like ghosts or demons were in it? Goosebumps? No. no. It was like a cartoon. Wait, was our real monster Saturday as well? Maybe. I think so. Thing? Okay. Yeah, we had some pretty good cartoons. So You know you know what we didn't talk about? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah. just you. <laughs> I mean guys, turtles and half shell, turtle power. Turtle power. Turtle mm-hmm. power, yeah. But, yeah, now, did you all have to also fight with your siblings to get control over the cartoons that you were watching? So the only time my brother and I fought about cartoons was it was Pokemon versus Digimon. And that was when we were a bit older. And my sister's nine and a half years older than me, so she would just fight with me over the fact that we were watching cartoons (laughs) at all. And she was a 16-year-old. And she was just like, meh. I'm a I'm a moody sixteen year old. I'm done with this stuff, but let's also let's watch this next episode. But she definitely watched Animaniacs with me because to this day, we get off the phone with each other with "I love you, lady, goodbye." (laughs) That is very sweet. Um, Yeah, no, my brother and I used to fight a lot. I mean, we kind of just fought about everything as kids. But what I'm realizing was also really interesting, and maybe this was just a product of the late 90s, early 2000s, was a lot of the cartoons that we ended up watching were the really, really old school cartoons. Like a lot of um, Mel Blanc. We watched a lot of like old school Alvin and the Chipmunks, old school Mm -hmm. Scooby-Doo, which to me, it seems like they're... The, early, the 90s cartoons in a certain way just because that's what I always associate with my childhood. Yeah, I, I think kind of like to this day, the idea of Saturday morning cartoons has completely changed. Like a friend of ours has a, I think a four-year-old now mm-hmm. who watches PJ, PJ Masks, Mask. which I'm going to talk about this for a second. Great show. But how do they get the powers? There's no story. <laughs> there's no through line. It's just... PJs give them power. I do it. wonder if we watched our like favorite shows now, would we still like feel the same way? Yes, I watched. I watched. Yes, like an Animaniacs episode the other day, and I was like, "Huh, it's a little bit darker than you think." It is. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. They're bringing back Animaniacs as well on Hulu, I believe. Well, what was so cool about Animaniacs was just that the writers decided to fork with the general population as much as possible. So Mm -hmm. their whole goal was how many jokes can we get in this that are in jokes for the parents that won't get us in trouble with the FCC? 
for example, the famous fingerprints moment that occurs. I mean, the scene was with Rocco's Modern Life, and like <laughs> Rocco's Modern Life, Beaches and Butthead, and then also... Well, no Beaches and Butthead this. was MTV. That was actually made for teenagers. But no one's remembering this. Cat Talk was very adult sometimes. I think all of them were, surprisingly. Like, Rugrats is about babies, but everything they're going through is things that, like, teenagers adults and teenagers yeah. went through. And it's, then they made the But then if you watch the stuff, you, but then, like, I try and put something on for a kid now, and it's either, oh, we have to teach them everything. They have to be watching the Mickey Mouse Club, where they'll teach them the alphabet, or, like, PJ Mask, which is very, very cute and adorable, but where... Like John said, where do they get their powers? <laughs> like, where is the storyline behind that? But, so, so that last thing, their, their headquarters <laughs> is Totem. And my brain went, maybe it's that. And I talked to our friend who was like, oh, by the way, there's fanfic about it. I'm like, so there's fanfic about how they got their powers. Why can't the creators of the show just tell us where they got the powers? I'd be <laughs> so much happier. And I wouldn't care about this anymore. And I know we're going to have our son watch it one day. And I'm like, and he'd be like, daddy, where did these powers come from? I'm like, I guess they're PJs. Because as a human being, I don't know. I do, I do wonder, like, Ali, you don't have any children. That I know <laughs> of. <laughs> that you, you know, there was those nine month spans of time where you blanked out, I'm sure you. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Um, I mean, dark, but okay. But would we would we show our kids all of these newer shows that we're kind of confused by, or mm-hmm. would we try and kind of incorporate our childhood into their childhood? I mean, because you can yeah. now, you can see all these shows on Netflix and Hulu and, and, and all these channels. Yeah. Would we? try and get them to watch what we watch? I think it would probably have to be a combination of the two, just because there are some really amazing modern cartoons that have been made um, in the last couple of years, like Steven Universe is absolutely incredible, Gravity Falls, incredible, Adventure Time. They're creating entire universes within these shorter cartoons. Um, I'm also incredibly biased, especially given this time of the spooky Halloween gear, uh, (laughs) to watch Over the Garden Wall, which I have probably now seen at least six or seven times, I will cry every single time at the ending because it is a perfect Halloween slash fall movie. So for me, at least, it's having that combination of the two, which is the stuff that a parent would have watched as a means of bonding with their children, but also the newer stuff they can use as a means to bond with the kids because it's something new that they can all talk about. But then in my opinion, there are some things that we grew up on that I will never let my kid watch. Like, um some of the classic princesses from Disney, like, don't fly this day. (laughs) They do not. Like, the newer ones, like um, Rapunzel, um, Frozen, we've let Jack watch all of this, so I think they're great. I would be happy to let him watch the newer stuff, but some of the older stuff, I'm I'm not going to be okay really watching Snow White and Cinderella. I think something that Allie brought up and Sarah brought up, which is a really good point, is you have to kind of blend the two things together because if you don't, it's just kind of like you're trying to look at your own childhood through these rose-colored glasses and realize that as watching the glasses are starting to shatter and it's 
you you see behind the curtain you see who's playing the strings and it's somewhat creepy but nowadays as ali was talking about there's these great cartoons adventure time steven universe gravity falls which i will watch as much as possible i will try to get sarah to watch it so she good. will never watch it it's such a great show and i'm annoyed that they finished it but they also have a comic book that if you haven't read ali it's great as well but like at the same time more cartoons nowadays are more about acceptance it's it, it's not about yes there's a lot of things about teaching and doing this and that but a lot of them now are about just being who you are and like allowing that to be okay like i wish there were more cartoons back in the day that being an overweight nerd was an okay thing and like a lot of it was just the smart people were either evil or dexter dexter and was like don't touch myself i'm smart or it was just the jocks and there was no in between and now there's literally shows about just like weirdos accepting each other for who, who they are right which kind of segues pretty well into cartoons from when we were younger that have been rebooted into this new generation yeah. and kind of bring in all of these amazing including inclusive elements that we really wish for like um i always like like you said you wished for like the overweight geeky kid to be in in your favorite shows and Mm -hmm. i always wish there was you know slightly nerdy small girls who didn't really know what was going on but were a little bit too smart for their own good (laughs) that weren't the villain i just i don't know for me it was i enjoyed the cartoons i've watched but i just really want to see them going into detail about how bugs money is a drag queen like that's all i want in life if i'm honest (laughs) yeah no obviously and then maybe maybe elmer fudd gets you know put in jail (laughs) yeah so much murder well no he never actually gets his wabbit no but then like he shoots daffy duck in the face and then his bill just turns around like if that was real life that duck's dead (laughs) i actually had a conversation about this recently with someone just because we were talking about how some of our favorite animes had from our childhood have Mm -hmm. been made recently into movies specifically with live action actors and it's not the same ever just because you can't really replicate the types of fights that will take place or the type of action that takes place just because the human body physically cannot do some of that stuff. You cannot have a a normal-sized man create a spirit bomb that is the size of a forking planet and then throw it at a creature. But, like, as we were talking about, there's a lot of now live-action stuff like Avatar, The Last Airbender, which never watched the movie. is terrible. Don't. It's so bad. The the Dragon Ball Z movie was also terrible. There I think they're doing now, they're doing a, a Space Mountain movie now. Wait, but like, you're talking about that, but like, we watched classic comic book cartoons, and they've made those into movies to great success. Like, it just depends. Like, the genres change, and if it's yeah. more human, it's more plausible, then you want to watch the live-action version. So it's it's different. Like, anime yeah. is, like, exceptionally it's, robust. It's almost out- a caricature of the types of, yes. like, action mm-hmm. that you might see in these types of movies or right. films or what have you. But going back to the whole, I think, rebooting for a new generation, personally, I feel it doesn't necessarily need to be done. Rather, granted, this happens when kids are older, I would like to have those conversations with them about these past cartoons and maybe what they liked, what they disliked, and why it may or may not work for a modern audience. Mm -hmm. So one show that they brought back and they brought back for the force is DuckTales. Mm. And what's great about DuckTales is it's not like it's new. It's literally 
the same characters just redrawn. Like um, Scrooge McDuck had a butler named Duckburg. It was a dog butler who was from the original thing. I remember, I, I remember saying to Sarah, like, oh my God, the butler is in this episode. And now it's a ghost in the new cartoon. So they're still following this. It's not a reboot. They're just updating the drawings because now Duckburg's a and ghost butler. It's not just that they've updated the drawings. They've updated the way the relationships are. So when you're mm-hmm. watching it, you see that this is a loving uncle um, that he's trying his hardest that he has an actual plot line like there's a story behind things they bring in their mother in the second season so you actually get to find out what happened and why they're basically orphaned and living with their two uncles it's really nice (laughs) it's really nice and we've had we've had this show playing in the background since our son was like four months old so when he hears that theme song he's like dancing and (laughs) so excited because it's so it's good and he likes to just kind of like stand and watch and I'm happy for him to watch that because it's it's wholesome and it's it's telling a good story about a family and it's something that I remember watching things like that when I was younger and I love the idea that they've kind of rebooted or revitalized it and made it something new. So would you say then it's more of just the expansion on the current universe in a way that suits modern times? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking revitalization is probably a better word than a reboot because a reboot kind of denotes like this is the same old story that we've just like changed the color. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Anything else we want to talk about cartoon wise? Everybody watch cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, everyone who's listening to the podcast episode, thank you so much for listening to us, but email us your favorite cartoons and why you liked them so much. At the Millennial Gap. Yes. The Millennial Gap at gmail.com. Thank you, Sarah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, honestly, I think this is a great conversation. This was a great talk. I'm sure we'll talk about this again someday. 100%. Once, you know, our son's a little bit older and we're watching more cartoons and we've made Allie watch them as well. (laughs) (laughs) Great. If you make me watch Caillou, this podcast is over. I don't even know what that is. And therefore, that's probably never happening. You don't want to. Anime, if it's anime, I'm confused about (laughs) it. Yes, if it's anime, it'll be our son and me, and they'll be like, this is what you're watching this week. I don't think so, unless he's like 12. 12. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, so thanks for listening. And as always, mind mind the gap. gap.